Hello and welcome back to the Three Ball Podcast. I'm sorry that it's been a week, but I've been doing a lot of stuff. So I was back in Augusta, and on Sunday I was flying on planes all day. I didn't realize that, but it's whatever. We are back. A lot of stuff has happened while I've been absent. Um, I actually should have got somebody to do the podcast for me. I could have hired somebody to do that, but I'm not trying to waste money on that. <laughs> but thank you for actually being well-listened to fans, I guess. I don't know what I'd call you guys listeners, but listen to listeners doesn't really sound as well. But whatever. Thank you for uh, still listening after this uh, one-week break that I took. At least it wasn't a month break, which could do one day. Um, I'm just kidding. A lot of stuff has happened in the sports world. We had Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette got cut by the Jaguars, and now he is with the Buccaneers, which could change my prediction that the Buccaneers get another win, another two wins, because they actually do a running back now. Um, the Bucs got eliminated by the Heat. Jeez. Giannis got hurt, so... I'm going to use my excuse there that uh, while my prediction went right with the Bucks getting to the NBA Finals, uh, Giannis got hurt. He, his ankle hurt. So that's I'm using that excuse. Giannis got hurt. So the prediction is uh, out the window now. They, now uh, we have Toronto versus the Celtics. The Celtics are 3-2 when I'm recording this. Um, the other night... Rondo dropped 21 against the Rockets, and the Lakers are up 2-1, and the Clippers are up 2-1. A lot of good NBA matchups are happening. Um, I think the Clippers are going to beat the Nuggets. Um, If Anthony Davis continues to play how he's playing currently, then I think the Lakers finish off the Rockets pretty handily. But if Anthony Davis slips up like he did in Game 1... And the Rockets have a chance to win a couple more games. I don't think they win the series. Um, then the Celtics, uh, Raptors. Uh, I the Celtics are going to win, but I hope the Raptors win. Um, I have a lot of gut picks, like the Pacers pick, which obviously was wrong. So I should just stop making gut picks and say who's probably going to win instead of just going with my gut and saying the Raptors are going to win. But the Celtics are probably going to win, but I want the Raptors to win. Uh, Celtics up 3-2, as I mentioned. Um, then you have... Yeah, we're just waiting to see who meets them in the... Meets them in the conference finals. They got, uh... Who's gonna meet the Heat in the conference finals? Go Heat. because uh, Jimmy Buckets is a baller. I mean, that is, his nickname is Jimmy Buckets, so... People should have known he's getting buckets and playing defense. We should have known he's a hooper hooper. Not just a hooper. He's a hooper hooper. Shout out, shout out to Cash Nasty for that. Um, but yeah, a lot of stuff's been going on. Josh Rosen, my homeboy Chosen Rosen, got cut from the Dolphins, RIP his career. Now, then he got signed by the Buccaneers and the practice squad, still RIP his career. It's the practice squad, man. You ain't doing nothing on there. RIP your career. And I'd just like to mention Josh Rosen did say on draft night, uh, probably the coldest take ever. There were nine mistakes ahead of me. Coldest take ever. He's playing one year. But I think Josh Rosen's still got a heck of a lot of potential, in my opinion. I think Rosen's a baller, but we won't ever know, will we? We won't. Cardinals took him over Lamar Jackson, just saying. 
so sad that his career is like coming to the end already. Whatever. Josh McGowan is now the uh, officially the oldest practice squad player ever. Josh McCown is going to sit on his couch. Well, the contract states he gets paid like $15,000 a week to stay in shape as just in case an Eagles quarterback goes down. Carson Wentz, and they need a quarterback. So that's why he signed there. I, you should have just signed uh, Mark Sanchez to do that. Mark Sanchez is the homie. I'd love to get Mark Sanchez on the podcast. Like, uh, there are a lot of weird dudes I'd want to be on the podcast just because... I'm not big into interviewing star players. It's just not my thing. I'd rather have somebody who wasn't really a star player. That's just kind of my thing. Um, don't know why. That's just what I like. Uh, star players, almost all star players are exactly the same. Either they don't want to talk to you or, you know, it's whatever. It's just how I feel. Uh, I I could have, like... If if you went into, let's just say, Mark Sanchez last year when he was with the Washington football team. If you went into that locker room and you got in, like a whole bunch of people went into that locker room. They would all run to the star players, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather talk to Mark Sanchez who's beaten Tom Brady like twice. Mark Sanchez is an OG. Um, Colin Kaepernick is back in Madden, finally. Kaepernick, the GOAT himself, um, started the kneeling for uh, the National Anthem. Kaepernick, uh, rated, he's rated an 81 overall, which a lot of people have a problem with. I don't, to be honest. I mean, he looked good in his little workout that he did. Obviously, that workout doesn't uh, give us a real look on how good he actually is, but I'm cool with it. Uh, they have him better rated than Kyler Murray. I don't think he should be better than Kyler Murray, but whatever. Um, Gardner Minshew, like, if, oh, I'll go over the quarterbacks. Colin Kaepernick is better than Ryan Fitzpatrick, even though Ryan Fitzpatrick's future Hall of Famer. Ryan Fitzy, Mitch Trubisky, Gardner Minshew, Joe Burrow, uh, Tyrod Taylor. Uh, even though I do think Tyrod Taylor is a baller, but, uh, just on the Chargers this year, I don't know how good it's going to work. To be honest. Um, Drew Locke. I think he's better than Drew Locke. Um, these these dudes are all the top. Ryan Tannehill. Even, even if you want to say, oh my god, Ryan Tannehill had an amazing year last year. Whatever. Um, depending on how good Big Ben will be this year. Because obviously Big Ben had surgery on his uh, throwing elbow. Or throwing shoulder. So I don't know how good Big Ben is actually going to be. So, that, that one's an iffy for me. If Big Ben's back at full strength, like, we know Big Ben can play, then I think it's a lot better. Um, he's better than all the backup NFL quarterbacks except Nick Foles, because Nick Foles is a goat. Um, yeah. I say he, I say people are goats a lot. If, <laughs> I'm tired. If I say somebody's a goat, that means I want them on the podcast. That's like the only reason that I'm saying they're a goat. But I'm not calling Tom Brady no goat. That's for sure. Because I, I don't want Tom Brady on the podcast. <laughs> or if I call you a baller, yeah, I probably won't join the podcast. Um, just being honest. But um, for real, I don't think he's better than Nick Foles. But I, I think he's. I think Colin Kaepernick's better than most NFL quarterbacks right now. Um, and people, here's a quarterback stat that I think is very misleading. 
Um, especially for somebody like Daniel Jones and the fact that people look at quarterback fumbles. Quarterback fumbles are a missing stat because if you look at it now, this year we can tell, hey, Daniel Jones had way too many fumbles. But 10 years in the future, and we saw how those fumbles happened, but 10 years in the future, nobody's going to remember how he fumbled the ball. Like, he, he, he half of his fumbles could have been off of uh, missed blindside blocks where he's going to throw and somebody hits his arm and the ball comes out. That's not the quarterback's fault, but it goes as a fumble for him. So that's why I think quarterback fumble stats are misleading, and that's one of the reasons people want to criticize Colin Kaepernick. Oh, he had fumbles his last year. Whatever. What if all his fumbles were on uh, missed blindside blocks or uh, sacks on the blind side? Um, stuff like that. He had four interceptions, and interceptions can also be a misleading stat, especially for a guy like James Winston, who threw 30 last year. But were all 30 really his fault? I don't know. Probably not. So I think you got to look at touchdowns a lot. Because interceptions are... Turnovers for a quarterback can be a very misleading stat. Just saying. And they can, they can be for wide receivers too. Um, and I'm just speaking my, my honest opinion here. I think fumbles are a very misleading stat. Uh, quarterbacks... And, inter- and interceptions can also be a misleading stat. Like I said, Jameis Winston, 30 interceptions. How many were really Jameis's fault, though? If you want to go... If you go look at the tape, and I can guarantee you at least 10 of them weren't Jameis's fault. Somebody who probably ran the wrong route, or it's an option route, and the wide receiver thought that he should go this way, and the quarterback sees that this way is more open, so he throws it over there. Guy comes over, there's nobody there. It looks like an awful throw from Jameis. But in reality, Jameis might be making the right read, but the wide receiver doesn't make the right read. And that's what makes the Patriots so fundamentally sound that they always make the right read. Granted, you have Tom Brady had Julian Edelman, Wes Welker, all these white wide receivers who could make the uh, right read. But like when the Patriots got somebody like Randy Moss, Josh Gordon, there ain't no... Option route. You run on the go route, buddy. But go route or post. Those are the only routes you run. So that's... So I think interceptions are very misleading. That along with uh, the way we claim the GOAT is Super Bowl wins. And here's another thing. How can the... Why is the football GOAT always considered a quarterback? Because if you look at it, Tom Brady, yes, has six Super Bowls. But why does that make him the GOAT? He's played for one team, and that team has been amazing, not always because of him, but because of the defense. I think the greatest football player of all time is Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders won everywhere he went. Atlanta went to the Super Bowl. Dallas won a Super Bowl. San Francisco won a Super Bowl. Or, they won multiple. But, Deion Sanders won everywhere he went. In one game, he he could shut down a whole side of the field. So... Why is Deion Sanders not... Why do we always consider quarterbacks greatest players of all time? Why is Tom Brady so much better than Deion Sanders? And I think how we decide quarterbacks, the greatest quarterback of all time, we look at team success. Now, if you're like a basketball fan and you like... And well, basketball... And I... Basketball and football are much different sports because in basketball, we've seen LeBron and Jordan will a team to victory. In football... 
There ain't no willing a team to victory. You can throw for five touchdowns, but you might still lose the game because your defense sucks, which we've seen many times with Drew Brees happen. And I think with quarterbacks, you have to look at a lot of stats. Um, not interceptions, I think you have to look at yards, touchdowns. That's, that's what I think you have to look at for quarterbacks. And many people could make a counter-argument of, hey, a lot the, the top two quarterbacks on that list, Tom Brady and Drew Brees, most of their yards have come from yards after the catch, which is a very great point right there. I mean, most of their yards do come from yards after the catch. Drew Brees, swing route, out. Reggie Bush made a couple people miss. He gets a 50-yard gain, first down. It goes for a fifty yard. It goes for a fifty yard pass completion, but in reality, Drew Brees only throws the ball three yards. Um, Tom Brady, in the same fact, Wes Welker runs a drag route. Brady throws the ball two yards, and Wes Welker runs for an eighty yard touchdown. Technically, that goes as an eighty yard touchdown catch. So, with the, I think that's also a great counterpoint right there of why you could also debate that Drew Brees or Tom Brady is not the greatest quarterback of all time. And Super Bowl rings is really about team success. Now, in basketball, it's a completely different story because we've seen multiple superstars wheel a team to victory, as I just said. So it, it's an interesting topic of how we debate greatest player of all time in sports um, and in different positions. Because, like, what should we look for in the greatest point guard of all time? We say Magic Johnson's the greatest point guard of all time. Magic Johnson, obviously a great one. So I'm not going to debate the fact that Magic Johnson isn't the greatest, greatest point guard of all time. But people say Steph Curry is in front of John Stockton. Well, a point guard's job is to pass the ball. Steph Curry, yes, he might average seven assists a game or whatever. I'm just thinking that off the top of my head. 7.9 assists a game, which rounds up to eight. Eight assists, eight plus assists a game. Curry's a shooter. And in reality, he's more of a shooting guard. Because he shoots the ball a lot more than a a real point guard should. So why is Curry considered a point guard? And my and the the point guard is a person who passes the ball and scores when needed. Those type of guys are the Magic Johnsons, John Stocktons, Chris Paul, Steve Nash's, Jason Kidd's. You score when you're needed. Curry Curry's taken too many shots to be considered a true point guard in my opinion. I'd put Curry in the shooting guard range. He's much more like Allen Iverson than he is Steve Nash. And the fact that, hey, I'm going to average 20 plus, I'm going to average 25 plus points a game. That's more of Allen Iverson range. Allen Iverson is considered a shooting guard. So I don't think Curry can be in the consideration of greatest point guards of all time because he is a shooting guard. And that's just my opinion. Now, where would you rank him in shooting guards? Because you got MJ. I think this is a great debate that I would love to have with people if you want to talk about NBA basketball. You obviously you have people like Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan's the greatest shooting guard of all time. Then you got Kobe. Then you got D Wade, AI, Allen Iverson. In case you didn't know, AI was Allen Iverson. Um, James Harden is up there now because he scores a lot of points. So what is Curry's better than Harden? Is Curry better than D Wade? I don't know. Is Curry? Curry better than Allen Iverson? Well, that's your opinion. I th- I think he is. But I got a lot of respect for Allen Iverson, so I'd put them tied. So it's a really it's a really it's a really debatable subject here, because we know Curry ain't better than Kobe. He ain't better than MJ. It's a really debating subject on 
where do you put people like Steph Curry? And Clay Thompson, he's a shooting guard slash small forward, in my opinion. But I'd have him as a shooting guard. So it's a very tough su- subject to debate in the fact that Steph Curry's not a real point guard. Real point guards play defense. Real point guards pass the ball a lot more than they shoot. That's what real point guard means to me. We've seen Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson was a hybrid player. So he's... he Most of his career, he did play point guard. But he could also play other positions. And Magic is a true point guard, in my opinion. Uh, Magic didn't shoot the ball a lot. Got a lot of assists and played defense. John Stockton, same thing. Only shot when the team needed him to. Pa- average... He leads... He has the... NBA all-time assists, NBA all-time steals. That's a true point guard. Isaiah Thomas only scored when they really needed him to. That was the bad boy Pistons. Passed the ball a lot. Chris Paul only scores when the team needs him to. Passes the ball a lot. Those are true point guards. Steph Curry is, I shoot the ball a lot and I don't play defense. And you know who that's like? Allen Iverson. There it is. There's Allen Iverson for you. Steph Curry is a literal is literally a better shooting version of Allen Iverson. That's a couple inches taller. That's what Steph Curry is. And Steph Curry was on much better teams than Allen Iverson, so that's why Steph Curry has won more rings. Now, I, that's my NBA compa- that's my NBA comparison for uh, Steph Curry, a way better shooting Allen Iverson. If you don't agree, then that's fine with me. But look at the facts here. Curry doesn't play defense like Allen Iverson because Allen Iverson carried the scoring load. Steph Curry shoots the ball a lot. So did Allen Iverson. So Steph Curry's a shooting guard that just handles the ball a lot because the Warriors don't actually have a true point guard. So I think it's very... It's a very... Weird subject to discuss. I'd love to discuss it with anybody who wants to talk about it. Because I, I, I could really... I think that Steph Curry is in point guard. And he shouldn't be in the top five point guard race. He should be a shooting guard. And where would you put him at shooting guard? He's, is he better than D-Wade? D-Wade's got a finals MVP. Same amount of rings, I think, off the top of my head. So where does Curry rank in the all-time shooting guard list? He ain't better than Jordan. He ain't better than Kobe. Is he better than D-Wade? Is he better than AI? Who knows? Um, is he five on the shooting guard list? Who knows? His career is not over yet, so... Who knows what happens? He'll... Like, oh, here's another dude that... <laughs> Steph Curry. He, he plays like... If J.J. Reddick could handle the ball and had the ball in his hand all the time, J, I guess J.J. Steph Curry would be like J.J. Reddick. If J.J. Redick decided he wanted to handle the ball all the time. Because both can shoot. Both don't play defense. Kyle Korver. Both can shoot. Both don't play defense. Kyle can't play defense because he's pushing 40 years old, though. Not because he just can't play defense. Jamal Crawford. Another example. Jamal Crawford's a shooting guard. Handles, he handles the ball a lot. Shoots a lot. Doesn't play much defense. So... I think all the examples are there for you to not say Curry's a shoot, not to not say Curry's a point guard, but he is a shooting guard. So that's all I got on Steph Curry for now. Um, 
So, I just like to talk to you about my life, apparently. I don't know. But, um, I'm, I'm highly considering starting a record label. You would call it that. Um, a label. In the terms that I want to go out and find talent. Manage them a lot like P. Diddy does, but I just won't scam people out of money like P. Diddy does. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna try to start that. Um, I do, I, I do have an idea of what I'm doing. I'm not like a complete noob at this and I just like, hey, I'm gonna start a record label. I have actually thought about this in the past. Um, I've talked about it with, uh, uh, Senator Scott, who we had on the podcast a while ago. Um, so... And I do have some friends who do make music, and I think they're really good. Um, now, self-confidence is also, like, they need a lot more self-confidence in themselves, obviously. But they, to me, they are very good. Um, so, I'm definitely going to start it. Um, I've been working out the details with some of my friends already. So, uh, you gotta, I got to come up with a name for it, though, because right now, I'm just... Since since I don't have a name, I'm just calling it Ramen Records because Ramen Noodles is the way to go, people. Um, so right now it's just called Ramen Records because that's a placeholder for a real name. But um, so this is the placeholder name. If anybody can call it a better name, please let me know. Um, yeah, I'm gonna start a record label, and I think it can go really well because. Now, a lot of people know me as a guy who likes Nick Cannon music. I listen to Nick Cannon because it's fun, too. Now, I, if you wanted me to tell you, hey, is a Nick Cannon song trash or is it a pass? Um, <laughs> but you can't be like an Eminem stan here. Like, Nick Cannon, his first diss track on Eminem, eh, well... The I'm a slick record one is garbage, but, but it did have to teach me how to Dougie me, so I was kind of lit. Um, but the invitation was Shook Knight. It was cool to have Shook Knight on a track. It really wasn't Shook Knight rapping or anything. It was just Shook Knight talking. But it was cool to have Shook Knight, but that, that was a trash. Um, the second one, which was the Pray For Him one, they had a lot more actual shots at Eminem. Um... So the, I actually like that one. It, it was a good dis. It, it was a pretty good diss track towards Eminem. There aren't a lot of good Eminem diss track ones. The only one that's really good is F Eminem <laughs> by uh, I can't remember the dude's name off the top of my head, but it was actually a really good diss track on Eminem. Uh, Benzino I think wrote a pretty good one, but so Nick Nick had two pretty decent ones that were that had some shots at Eminem. So. Please don't be an Eminem stan and be like, oh, Nick Cannon, Nick Cannon's two diss tracks were just complete, or Nick Cannon's two diss tracks that you say were really, or decent, were complete garbage. They really weren't. You guys are just Eminem stands. And Eminem didn't even respond back with a diss track, so in reality, Nick Cannon won the diss track war. Whatever. Eminem stands, think what you want. Um. Whatever. Uh, I think the Celtics. While I'm recording this, I think the Celtics just won the. Uh, they won their game against the Raptors. I don't know off the top of my head, but I think they did. So uh, my position was kind of right in the fact that uh, the fact that I just said earlier in the podcast that the 
Celtics would win. But I think the Celtics versus the Heat will be an interesting matchup right there. Spolstra versus Stevens, Butler Butler and the God Squad against uh, the Celtics. Um, they're not a God Squad though. They're just they're they're just a good team. They're just a good basketball team in general. They play team offense and team defense. But back to my record label thing. Um, I actually, if you if you know me personally, that's not like the whole Nick Cannon gimmick where I listen to Nick Cannon's uh, some jokes and some of his music can be all right. Like his R and B stuff. His R and B stuff, I I like. The rap and stuff, I think he has some good... He has a lot of good friends who rap, so that's why I listen to that stuff. But his R&B stuff, I actually like. His R&B stuff, he can sing. He might use a little auto-tune, but I like it. The R&B stuff. Now, the rap and stuff, he has some dude... He has some friends who can rap, so that's why I listen to that. But I can actually... I can actually know good music, so please don't tell me I don't know good music. So... And good music is just everybody's opinion, so... Whatever. Like Eminem. I don't like Eminem, but I think he's a top 10 rapper of all time. I mean, it's hard to not put him in there. I just don't like him. Um, but 50 Cent. 50 Cent, none of his bars have value and meaning to any of them. And as Jadakiss said, when has it been cool to get shot but not shoot back? It's a bar right there. Um, <laughs> Jadakiss kind of killed uh, Curtis Jackson. A.K. Fifty Cent, dude even made Jadakiss even made a diss track over the Sorry Miss Jackson beat from Outkast. That's how you know Jadakiss is a baller. But I think it'll definitely be fun. Um, I think it'll be fun to start this record label thing. Um, it'll really be fun for me because I actually like making beats too, so I can produce, kind of. Um. But I actually like doing that kind of stuff. That's what that's what I used to do in my free time a lot and write music that I would that I would uh, record over but never release. So I might have a no. I'm not dropping anything. I'm like P Diddy right now. I'm not dropping anything. I'm gonna just go find a bunch of people who can sing and rap, and then maybe I'll drop something. I'll do some ad libs on their songs. But um, for real, record label coming should be. I think it's gonna be really fun. Um. Already got somebody signed, so that's where it is right now. Um, thank you for listening to this episode of the Three Ball Podcast. And also, if you think you make music that's pretty good, hit me up. Because um, record label for real, coming soon. Uh, actually, it's already started, so it's not coming soon. But you'll know more about it soon. I'll, I'll put that out there. You'll know more about the record label soon. Um, thank you for listening to the Three Ball Podcast, and it's great to be back.